0: back in, Brady show right here on WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. Talking a lot of Red Sox baseball this week. They're out in Oakland right now, finishing up a series here, coming up tomorrow against the A's. Let's also check in on the minor league circuit, though, with Vermont's own Owen Kellington. A couple years ago, drafted third round by the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's playing in single A right now. He's a U32 product, so he's working his way now into his third year in the professional baseball circuit. He's with us now. Owen, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, Brady. Thanks for having me again.
0: Well, I appreciate you being with us. We'll talk about your numbers and your role and all, you know, kind of everything going on with your career in a second. But uh, last week, a pretty tumultuous week um, back home for you in Montpelier. I saw the pictures your mom posted of the road leading to your house. Um,
1: yeah.
0: First and foremost, is is your family OK back home?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're they're doing OK. It was a uh, it was tough and it was it was a long couple of days, but um, they're OK. No really damage to. To either either one of my mom's or dad's places, so we're doing well.
0: Well, that's certainly good to know. And you know, we hear all the time about the at the major league level and pro athletes who are able to compartmentalize and able to focus on the game or practice when it's time to do that. But was it hard for you at all to focus kind of on the job at hand last week, knowing what was going on back home?
1: Um, a little bit. It was it was easier because I was getting updates from my friends and my my family, and I felt like I was kept in the loop. Um, but even still, that's still always in the back of your head. Just, just knowing that's going on at home while you're, you're somewhere else. So a little bit, but I didn't really let it, let it affect baseball or, or my life down here too much.
0: Well, we're glad to hear that. Glad everybody's good. Um, you're again, third year professional baseball circuit. Do you feel comfortable now kind of in pro lifestyle? I imagine it's a pretty big adjustment at first. How do you feel now? Comfort wise?
1: Yeah. I mean, I honestly think this year was kind of the first year I started feeling comfortable. Um, not that last year wasn't, it was just playing affiliate ball is so different than, than playing in the complex. Um, it's just, it's more travel. It's, it's more games. Games are at night. They're in stadiums under the lights. It's just, it really feels like pro baseball where the complex is. you're playing in the morning. It's, you're not really traveling. It's more about development. Um, so, yeah, this this year I really feel like I've started to get comfortable in that. And I've got really kind of a taste of minor league baseball and and how that is and how it's going to be for the foreseeable future. So um, I, I am feeling pretty
0: comfortable. You're playing in single A. You're down in Bradenton, Florida there with the Pirates. Single A affiliate. You said more games, more of a full season type <laughs> environment. What's been the biggest adjustment to you, I'm sure, playing what has been the most baseball you've ever played? And here we are only July 17th or July 18th.
1: Yeah. I mean, that – I mean, you said it, that's definitely the biggest adjustment. It's just the volume and the the number of games. Um, I mean, I think that you can probably fit 10 U32 high school seasons inside of this one. Um, So it's definitely, definitely the volume is crazy. Um, And just, just the fact that my whole life, I've really, there's only been a couple hitters in the lineup that I've had to focus on. And now in pro ball, it's one through nine. Everyone can hit, everyone has power. Um, Everyone can can get the bat on the ball. So um, it's definitely a different game and definitely takes some adjusting and and definitely pushes you and and makes you improve. But I've loved it so far.
0: What have been the biggest things you've been working on this season? You know, you come out of high school, hard fastball, good curveball. You had a changeup, but you didn't really have to use it too much in Mm -hmm. Vermont. Are you using that third pitch more? Are you focusing still on the two-pitch mix? What are you doing kind of now from a pitching perspective?
1: Yeah, so that was really the biggest thing is um, I know my fastball and curveball are good and that they play off each other really well, just the movement profiles of them. Um, and the next step is to be a starter and to be a, a, a big league starter. you got to have three or four pitches, three or four good pitches. Um, and it's it's really tough to get through six or seven innings against real good hitters with two pitches. So um, I started developing my slider a lot more, and I started developing my changeup. Um and my change up's become one of my best pitches. I, I really, this season, I feel like I've thrown it more than I have my whole life. And especially my last three, four starts, um, it's become kind of a reset pitch where if I'm down in a count 2-0, um, a lot of times I'll go right to a change up because I feel like I'm not trying to overthrow it. And a lot of times I can just get it in there and um, maybe get some weak contact or something. But it really has been. A good tool to create doubt in hitters' minds um, and not just see the
0: fastball or the curveball every time. We're talking with U32 product and Pirates Draft Prospect from a couple years ago, now playing single AO in Kellington with us here on the Brady Farkas show and WDEV, AM and FM. You know, man, I graduated college 12 years ago, so it's not that long ago, but it it feels like a lifetime ago. And I would sit in the dugout on days I wasn't pitching, and I would chart what was going on, right? You'd sit there physically with a handheld chart, you'd chart pitches, and you'd look at spray charts, and you'd mark down where guys are hitting things now all that stuff is done for you you don't have to do that on your own but how much information do you have at the ready every time you go out there
1: um we have a lot and i mean we we have video of all the other teams we got their their spray charts and kind of like their zones where they're hot and cold and stuff and beginning of the year it was it was really helpful and i really i looked at it a lot before i went but i kind of realized that I just have to play to my strengths and a lot of times it helps with like two strikes or like a certain guy, you need to know where to throw a pitch. Um, But a lot of times if you just play to your strengths and pitch your own game, a lot of times I was worrying too much about what, where to throw it or making a perfect pitch. If you just play to your strengths, a lot of time you'll have more success than if if you're trying to uh, get too analytical and too deep. So that's, that's one lesson I have learned. Um, just for me personally, I, I do like the data, but I don't really like to get too too deep into it.
0: As we as we talk right now, you've pitched in fifteen games. Eleven of those games are starts. You had a couple of relief appearances, especially yeah. early on in the season. Um, what's kind of been the plan for you? It seems like starting is where they're tracking you right now. What was go- what was going on beginning of the year relieving now starting? What was kind of take me through that process?
1: Yeah, so we had. Um... It was it was kind of a weird situation. We had a we had a good amount of starters on the on the team to begin the season, and I was I'm on an innings limit and a pitch limit um, because of the very few innings I threw last year. They don't want me to to overthrow this year and potentially risk an injury. Um, so I was on a I was on an innings limit, and it was just easier for them to to like stack two starters who were kind of um, both on innings limits so they can go maybe six or seven combined. To start the year um and then once they they moved a couple guys up and and kind of got the rotation sorted out i was i was in the starting role and that's where i've been ever since so
0: you know it, it i've had many starts in my life where You don't have it in the first inning, right? You don't have it in the first inning. You're feeling your way through. You throw 25 pitches, 28 pitches, and it's kind of a grind. And then by the third or fourth, you feel great and you're locked in and now you're able to go six or seven. You don't necessarily have that ability when you're on a pitch count, when you're on an innings limit. And kind of how – I don't know if it's difficult is the right word, but just mentally you have to make sure you're locked in from the word go because you know it's only a three or four-inning start. You don't have that inning or two to kind of figure it out.
1: Yeah, 100%. And – and that's one thing I've had to navigate and, and had to learn. And um, I, I really just think it's about it's about your mindset. And I think that I go into it seeing I have four innings to to get better and to improve and, and to work on my stuff and get guys out. And sometimes you don't have it in the first inning, but I've got to make the most of the next three. And I think as, as long as you're progressing as a player um, down at these levels and as long as you're striving to get better and working on it, I think those are the most important things here.
0: Talk to me about the talent that you see down there. We see, you know, prospect rankings and top 100 and top 30 in yeah. the Futures games, just in particular in the Florida State League. Talk to me about the level of talent that you see on a day-in-a-day-out basis.
1: I mean, it's, it's a lot of talent. It's crazy. But the Florida State League is a very interesting league because um, you have guys who have played three, four years of college, and then you got guys who are 18 years old and just came out of the Dominican. Um, so there's really a, there's, there's a lot of variance Um but there's there's tons of talent. Everyone can play. Um, I've seen some great hitters, some great swings. <clears throat> seen some 100 mile an hour fastballs from starters. I mean, it's just a different game, and it's it's really fun to watch. It's really fun to be around, um, and it, it's fun to be a part of
0: we talked about your workload in terms of innings and pitches, et cetera. Talk to me about kind of behind the scenes and how you prepare for that workload, because I imagine it's a balance, right? You want to be in shape. You want to lift. You want to get stronger, but you don't want to tire yourself out. You don't want to break down. So kind of what's the workload like for you between starts?
1: Yeah. Um, they do a really great job. Our strength and conditioning team do a really great job helping us out uh, with our plans and, and kind of what we do. I throw bullpen uh once a week usually I split the difference between the days I have off, do about the mid- midway, um, just like twenty five pitches and then we do two lifts a week, uh an upper body and a lower body, usually the day after we I throw in the game then the day of my bullpen. <clears throat> um and then I just do arm care um and my normal mobility uh and all that kind of stuff every day and just just maintain um my ranges of motion and, and maintain my strength in my, my arm.
0: How often do you get asked for autographs?
1: A good amount. There's a lot of guys who, who come to the games with their books and, and ask for autographs, but uh, it's part of the game. I love it. I remember when I was younger, I came up and asked for autographs. I, I love it when kids do it.
0: Yeah. Sure. And that's gotta be a, gotta be a cool feeling for sure here. Yeah. Um, so innings limit, are you going to get shut down at some point here at, during the year? You don't know yet.
1: Uh, as far as I know, no. Um, I'm just I'm limited to four innings to start, uh, seventy pitches, and uh, that's how it is for I think the rest of the season. Um, so yeah, I think I think we got I think I got maybe eight or nine more starts left. So,
0: well, I'll get you out of here on this and. I, I would hope, knock on wood, it won't affect you given the position the Pirates are in at the major league level. They're in the uh, acquiring prospects mode, not trading them mode. But trade deadline is two weeks away. And I've talked to guys who have been in the minor leagues before, and they say the trade deadline is a very stressful time when yeah. you're in the minor leagues. Is it something that like is on your radar even that, hey, the trade deadline is coming up and there's going to be movement around me in various places?
1: Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I, I really don't think too much about it i just think that like i mean maybe some of my friends get traded i'm not sure i'm really sure i haven't seen too many trades since i've been here yeah i guess that's that's part of the reason i don't really think about it too much is a lot of the trades that happen are more up toward the double a level like around there yeah um, but yeah definitely like some of my friends who are like top 20 prospects for us i can definitely definitely think about them possibly being involved in a trade but It's not not in my mind too often.
0: Well, glad to hear that. Allow you to just focus on the game. And it's been a good, successful season for you so far. We're glad that you are healthy. We know last year you dealt with the finger issue at one point. So uh, glad things are going well for you, Owen Kellington, U32 product. Glad everything is good back at home for you and your family as well. And uh, we'll catch up with you down the road, Owen. Thanks for the time.
1: Thank you, Brady.